She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Hi everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of She Loves Herself, the podcast with me, your host, Jill Ritchie, intuitive coach, intuitive healer and co-founder of the Intuitive Psychology Association, our Coach Training Academy, and very proud host of this award-winning podcast. So it is Monday and I am coming back to you with a brand new episode, a brand new Monday Love Punch. I am going to do my very best to keep this to around 10 to 15 minutes. And as soon as I said that, I thought, you're never going to do that. The voice went, you're never going to do that. You never stick to time when you say that. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try. And I hope when I do run over that, it, it is because it's giving you value. This is why I'm not such a great planner. Um, and I can't really plan what I'm going to say on podcasts. And even when I have guests on or when I go on guesting as a podcast um, guest or when I'm speaking at events or anything like that. I cannot plan what I'm going to say. I just very much trust intuitively that the words are going to come and I say what I need to say and you receive, hopefully, what it is that you need to receive. I am recording this on Friday the 20th of October 2023. Um, So if you're listening to this on Monday, let's get you set up for the week. If you're listening to this any other day, it doesn't really matter because you listen to it when you need to listen to it. That's what I say. And you take what you need from it. And I always say this with every Instagram or social media post that I do. And I like to always finish my episodes with this, this phrase, take what resonates and leave the rest. Because there will be things that I say that resonate with you. And there'll be things that I say um, that do not resonate with you. And that's okay. We're all about practicing the art of non-attachment here. Um, and As I sit here on a very rainy, rainy, windy Friday afternoon to record this, I have received lots of messages from you guys who are really liking today's episode that I put out, which was a solo episode, which was me sharing my journey last year with mushrooms, with plant medicine and um, my experience with that. (laughs) Some of you really laughing um, along with me as I was sharing parts of that journey. And some of you were like, wow. Um, so, yeah, thank you very, very much for reaching out. If you hadn't haven't listened to it yet, give it a listen. And what I will say is always take heed when it comes to doing any form of plant medicine. Um, do your research. Make sure that you regulated your nervous system and that you, and my advice, you don't have to, but my advice is that you don't do what I did and you don't do it alone. As I take a sip of my coffee, that you um, make sure that you're doing it in a safe environment. When I did it the first time, I did it, it was controlled, it was organised, it was very, very beautiful and safe and supportive. When I did it the second time in Bali, I was going through the most challenging time of my life, which was grief. And I decided to do it on my own, which I would not recommend to anyone. (laughs) But the lessons from it were profound. And I am very grateful now to the experience that I had when I did it. So, okay, enough about Friday's episode. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about today, which is um, shame 
Now, again, I said to myself, right, I'm going to go on and talk about shame. It's something I talked about a lot. Um, I don't know exactly how this is going to go, but I trust that what's going to come through is what needs to come through. And it is something that I get asked a lot about. It's something that so many people want support with. Um, And I know that there are a lot of episodes in the nine seasons that we've done on the podcast that cover shame. But I'm going to talk about it again today because it is the biggest thing that that holds so many of us back from really living is shame. It is the the biggest and can be the most overwhelming and life life suffocating emotion and feeling that we carry. Um, so how do we how do we stop feeling shame and First of all, my advice is that we need to recognise when shame is coming up. We need to recognise um, when we have shame or we are feeling those types of emotions in our body and um, not to not to push them down, not to squeeze them so tightly and, and almost push them further down into the dark. And when I talk about the dark, I'm talking about the parts of ourselves because we cannot take shame, right? So visualize this. You cannot take shame, put your hand into your body, pull shame out and like throw it away. Like it doesn't work like that. And I don't believe that any amount of sort of energy work that we do around shame, like I'm just going to smudge because I feel shame right now. I'm just going to like meditate it away and then like, shake my body and do some somatic shaking and release it. I think there is a absolute time and place for that when it comes to releasing emotions and, and working with those parts and with shame. But we can't think our way out of what we thought our way into. I'll say that again. We can't think our way out of what we thought our way into. So if we have taken on a narrative and a belief that we are shameful for something that we've done or an act that we've we've performed or whatever it is, um, and we think it to be true, um, trying to think your way out of it and trying to say some positive affirmations, I don't feel shame, I am shame-free, it doesn't work because it's almost like it's locked into your body and so you're not accessing it by just trying to like smudge it away or affirm it away. Um, you need to go in and talk to that part of yourself, talk to shame, talk to fear and actually um, be with it. Like creating a space of safety. And I, I'm like a robot, but I'm going to say it again, right? You need to do your nervous system regulation work. You need to, every day, well, you don't need to, but my advice is, right, (laughs) that you do your nervous system regulation work every day, that you, your body has created enough safety. So nervous system regulation work is like breathing, like breath work, breathing in through the nose, breathing out through the nose or out through the mouth and just putting conscious intent behind what you're doing so you're not just sitting down and going 
you're actually sitting down with the intention to regulate my nervous system. I'm going to bring in safety and space by using my breath. I'm going to breathe into my body and I'm going to light up my cells and I am going to create space and nothingness and and, and more space and even more space in my body. And if you just visualize that and breathe with that, with that power of your mind and your energy behind it, you can start to create space. You can start to create space for your nervous system to start to feel safe within your body because if you feel shame um, and you go in and try and work with shame there's usually a block like it's this block that's there you can't access it you just get more shame (laughs) piled on top of the shame so um, I want you to think about how you can sit in stillness with the only intention is to regulate your nervous system and to create safety Another great way on top of just the simple breathing for two minutes, um, once or twice a day, and then obviously build it up. Another great one is vagal tone work. So working with the vagus nerve, vagal tone work. And there are so many exercises that are free on YouTube that you can do to work on your vagal vagal tone work, like your vagus nerve, working with the vagus nerve that connects to everything in your body. Just go onto YouTube and search and there's beautiful, simple exercises that you do that just regulate your nervous system even more so that you create enough safety for you to work with shame. And I've said this many, many times, but shame, don't see it as something separate from you. See it as a part of you that is feeling really maybe scared right now, really neglected, really in the dark. And and it wants to be seen, heard and understood. It wants to be able to express how it feels and not have more shame layered on top of it. And that needs to come from you. Um, So again, when you, maybe over a few days, when you've regulated your nervous system enough, you can start to go in and talk to this part of you. Hi, shame. What do I need to know? And a great way to, to work with this is getting your journal out and allowing the pen to flow. So really getting your pen, your journal and being like, OK, what do I need to know, shame? And again, as I record this and as I see these words, I'm closing down my eyes because when we close down our eyes, it allows us to go into our body and work with our body. When we have our eyes open, I tend to find and I tend to see in clients that they're very distracted with everything that's going on around them and all of the visuals that are going on around them. And when we close down the eyes, it's the invitation. It's the the invitation to go inward. There's no visual distractions. We close the eyes down, we connect to the breath, we can drop into the body and we can go to fear and we can ask fear. What do I need to know? What are you scared of? We can go to shame. Shame. What do you feel shame about right now? And just 
allow the pen to flow, allow all of the words to come out and to be fully, fully expressed and just hear that part out. Let that part tell you everything, that it feels shame around, that it feels fear around. Um, Because often it's trying to protect you underneath shame is fear, right? It's fear of being exposed. It's fear of being shamed. It's fear of people judging, right? And so when we're fearful, when you're fearful as a human being, you want to feel safe. So how can you bring in safety into that part? How can you listen and allow it to just go. I mean, it might be pages and pages and pages of stuff that doesn't even make sense. And if it doesn't, even better, because then you're working with your subconscious. So just allow it to come as much as it needs to come. And then take a pause and almost thank shame. Thank you. And then go to this human part of you that maybe needs to express what's going on and allow the pen to flow again. Okay. And then once you've done that, Come back to centre and invite your higher self to come in. Invite the highest possible version of you that does not judge, that does not carry any of the humanness that's that's so connected to you and so unique to you, but every single one of us have it. Every one of us have a higher self. Sometimes it's a bit more switched on. Sometimes it's lying a little bit dormant because it's you know, we're a little bit disconnected from it. But by regulating the nervous system and creating safety in the body and allowing ourselves to be expressed and fully feel our emotions and put in our words onto paper, something magical happens in that moment where we can invite higher consciousness, higher self to come in and ask for guidance. If you were the observer, so thinking of higher self as the observer, what do you witness? What does shame need right now what does fear need right now and how can we give that to her or to him and and then usually as we start to explore that and we're starting to journal and write on it the message comes through that you are love you are safe and you are supported and I'll tell you what like I'm not saying if you sit down to do this it's going to happen in the first time it might and that's brilliant but if it it doesn't don't give up keep going and this might be the first time you ever do something like this, but what I will say with certainty is if you are, I hate the word disciplined, but if you are a little bit more disciplined with your own self-exploration, um, it will come. It will come. It's like exercising any muscle. The more you build it up, it starts to develop, it starts to grow, it starts to expand, and it starts to be very prominent. Um, and it's the same with um, our higher self and our beautiful soul. The more we we create safety for it to, to fully express, the more we can start to move and alchemize those emotions through us. And I did touch on at the start saying like, it's not just about smudging or having a somatic release. Not yet, okay? But once we've done this level of work, intuitively you may start to feel like, I want to get up and I want to have a shake and I want to like maybe scream into a pillow and I want to just like get all the windows open. I want to get out in nature. I want to get my bare feet on the ground and I want to like lie on the grass and just feel held and supported and at one with nature. Yes, 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 yes. Do it. 
do it because it is so healing and that when we bring in those exercises once we've done the other stuff that's when we release the energy that's when we can shake it off and we can move it through us and that is when it's like it's like the penny drops it's like the veil is lifted and suddenly we're not just being told like you can hear it in a book or you can read it sorry, read it in a book or hear it in a podcast and you're like, I think that's me. But there's a big difference of thinking it's you. I think that relates to me. I get that. I think that's what I'm doing versus when you do the work and when you do the work and when you feel it, like you feel that shift, it's like honestly the veil is lifted and you get it and something shifts, something moves and it feels so freeing And suddenly you're not looking for someone else to ease your pain, your shame, your your fear. You've done that for yourself. And anything over and above that externally is just beautiful. It's just the cherry on the top. But to do it for yourself and to be able to hold your shame with unconditional love, wow, that is so beautiful. Um, I hope this was helpful, guys. As always, take what resonates and leave the rest. Um, I do a lot of this work in Empowered Women and it's what we teach in intuitive psychology. Just to touch on that, we are enrolling right now for our 2024 cohort. We start at the end of March. Um, 31st of March 2024 is when we start. It's a six-month accredited diploma. We are accredited by the Association for Coaching and we teach you how to become an intuitive psychology coach. There is 34 incredible techniques, very like the ones I've been talking to you about. Um, and it's it's beautiful. Our community right now is phenomenal and um, we are growing and we're already booked up for a number of events for 2024 already. It's, it's beautiful. Um, and if you're not interested in becoming an intuitive psychology coach but you're like I want to do this work for myself because it is the work then enrollment is still open for empowered women we start on the 2nd of November it is only for six people I only do it once a year if you are interested in working with me and being coached by me I coach you it's not just like messages back and forth you are coached by me for three months and then we have a in-person retreat day at the end um then please get in touch i will drop my email um in the link in the show notes or you can reach out to me on instagram you can dm me um, at just jill coaching or if you prefer to email hello at jill-richie.com okay guys i'm at 18 minutes and i'm gonna go have the most amazing week